Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hi there, beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in again. Today on the show, I have my special guest, Tam Luck. She is a serial entrepreneur, author of multiple best-selling books. She's here to tell us her story of being stuck in a side hustle for 17 years, then turning that into a six-figure business. She's passionate about helping her clients nail their message and monetize it, enjoy more credibility, and stand out from the crowd. And remember, if you enjoy the conversation, let me know. Tag me at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U, Miss Lucy Liu, the same handle across all social media platforms, sending you all the positive vibes. Thank you so much for being on the show, Tam. Thank you so much for having me, Lucy. Ah, so excited. Your story is so inspiring. I know that back in the days when you went into real estate, when you were doing your other side business hustles, you made investments and you made some detours that unexpectedly led you to losing your house, losing your car, financial ruin, defeat, homelessness, pretty much losing everything in your life, your marriage and depression. Can you tell us a little bit more about what happened? So one of the things uh, that, you know, I want to first say is my parents were entrepreneurs. So when I was growing up, that's all I saw was entrepreneurship. I saw my parents go up and down, you know, when, you know, the economy changes, um, I saw them go through a lot of different changes with being an entrepreneur. And so I was, I was accustomed to knowing the cycles of, of that. I went to college. I got a marketing degree. I went into corporate America. I worked for some of the biggest commercial real estate companies in the world, but I never had the intention of being in corporate America. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur like my parents. And uh, so I was always side hustling. And I was a little, you know, I thought I knew a lot. I'm not, it's, it's kind of bad thing when you think you're smart right? Because, you know, when you think you're too smart, you're usually going to get shown otherwise. And so here I am thinking I'm really smart. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'm buying my properties and I'm turning, flipping money into, you know, it was amazing. It was amazing time in in, in 2000. So I was buying property, uh, renting it out, and I kind of got over my head. So then when 2006, 7, 8 came and the whole world is like experiencing this economic downturn, at the same time, I was losing my job. At the same time, my husband was not happy with me anyway with all this insanity that I was doing because we were not on the same page, not, not forever. We weren't right? So I was just pushing, being this superwoman, doing this thing. I had this vision. I didn't care what your vision. I mean, just doing too much, right? <laughs> and so it had to happen really because I needed to learn the lesson. I needed to, but you know, it was a hard lesson. I went up, you know, where I turned one from zero to 250,000 in one year to went down and to the point where, you know, I left my husband I didn't have a place to stay. I was losing all of my properties. I was sleeping on someone's couch. I never will forget this girl who I ended up staying. I stayed in her house and she had some, you know, she had some mental issues. And so I'm on her couch. She's sleepwalking in the middle of the night. I never will forget thinking, what am I doing here? Like, this is a loony bin. This is a loony bin, you know? (laughs) And so it was just such a big contrast, but I had to go through it. I had to. And uh, so 
uh, to get humbled, to learn the lesson. And so I started coaching after that, finally started turning myself around, started coaching, but I needed to go through that even to be a good coach. And I, and that wasn't even the beginning. It wasn't even the end of my, you know, lessons. I had more to learn even after that, but that was such a critical time in my life because everything got flipped upside down. So when did the transition start to happen for you, where you start feeling light and hope and love and where eventually led you to getting married again? What did you go through to start that transition? That's such a great question. And this is going to be the answer for everyone that needs to know, what do I do now? The answer is personal development. There is actually no way for you to have an epiphany without first doing a personal, personal development. That's what leads to the, to the epiphanies. So the way you go through your life is like you got story, right? You have all the story and the journey. Some people get stuck in story. Story is not good unless you have an epiphany and a transformation. But we spend our whole life in story. And the only thing that breaks that to where you start to realize, wait a minute, you know, it's all about mindset. And I started doing the work. You know, I started going to Landmark and, and MITT and all these big, you know, hard weekend programs and reading the books and, and getting on YouTube and watching the videos and really working on my mindset. I got into a network marketing company uh, after this. And this was such a good transition for me because network marketing is mostly personal development based. If you don't know what to do, if you get into something like that, it's just nothing but working on your mindset, working on your mindset the whole time. That was incredible. I met a guy there who had, you know, he'd come into the business like after me, he was having a hard time. I was ahead of him, but all of a sudden he shot to the top real fast. And I thought, wow. Now, before he was looking at me like I was the leader, and then all of a sudden he shot to the top. So I went to him, and this was when it really, I really saw a shift. I asked him to go to lunch with me. And that hour lunch changed my life. Some of the things that he told me was, you know, Tam, you don't have to do your business like anyone else. That was one key thing I got from that, that conversation. He also said, time is a real factor. You cannot get past time. And a lot of us want things to happen so fast and overnight, and I'm going to have success right now. And when he said that, I thought, uh, wow. It's, it's time. Time is a real factor in this whole thing. And uh, I never forgot that. And it helped me a lot. It also gave me hope having the conversation with him. And I went back. And at that point, because I was arrogant, I did not, because I lost my job, right? I lost all my properties. I living at this girl's house on her couch. And so after that conversation, oh, there's another thing he said. He said, earned income is useful. Right. And so that gave me the permission to go get a job. Right. And I started, uh, got a job because I was like, I'm going to get a job. I'm an entrepreneur. (laughs) So I got a job and I took care of my life. Right. And started slowly getting back. And I also got super clear about what my intention was. I did not take a job that was going to distract me from my intention. I got a job to pay my bills. And that way I can use all of my brain power on my intention. Uh, So that was another real transition for me because, you know, I was arrogant. I mean, I'm like, you know, the only black manager and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm doing all kinds of too much, right? Thinking I'm so defined by my titles and, 
so defined by my company. And so I, I had a lot of learning to do, like we all do. Uh, so it took time. And, and uh, like I said, there's more more to the story, but the epiphany came after that, like you can do this and it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. So you are publishing a new book series called Women Who Boss Up, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming out in August, by the way. Yes. Uh, what does boss up mean to you? Oh, I love it. It can mean, so I can go so many different directions <laughs> with the meaning of boss up. Oh my goodness. Right now I choose to use it this way. Uh, so my first book that came out, I, I wrote was called A Woman's Side Hustle. That was the book that I finally wrote after my mom passed away. And I, I decided that I had to write a book. That book was all about the years and years of side hustling that I did and how to survive and how to, you know, how to side hustle, basically teaching people what I know. So that was really a good book. And it, and it opened up a lot. I started to get clear my message. But now, now that I'm a full-fledged entrepreneur and I make my money and do my business and have a team, I realize that the next step and where a lot of people want to be is they want to be full-time entrepreneur. They want to take their side hustle and make it a full-time main hustle. That's going to require you to boss up. You're going to have to find someone who is a boss that can tell you, because you might not know the answer, but somebody knows the answer. You're going to have to believe in yourself. During the side hustle place, it's a great place for starting and figuring it all out and do, working on yourself, working on your mindset, finally believing that you can do it. That's all happening in the side hustle. But when you start, when you decide that you want to boss up, I'm going to actually step out on faith. I'm going to jump off that cliff with my parachute. I'm going to make this work. That's truly bossing up. And it doesn't matter what your situation was, right? It doesn't matter if you were uneducated or you were abused or you were in a bad situation or you lost your house or you were homeless or it doesn't matter. All that story doesn't matter. It's the epiphany that you have, the transformation that you have, and that really starts with bossing up. I love that. Thank you for your wisdom. What do you think is the number one thing that is keeping businesses from growing? I believe that there's a lot of reasons. My number one thing, I think, for from experience, 17 years of, as a side, hus- side hustling entrepreneur is very difficult, especially if you don't want to be side hustling. And what was keeping me from making the transition and actually doing it, it was, I wasn't clear on my message. What was I actually trying to say? What was I supposed to be delivering to people? What was I born to do? A lot of side hustling is looking at somebody else do something and deciding, oh, I could do that too right? That's side, you know, I, oh, I could sell that too. That's something that they're doing. And that might work. You might make some sales, you might get some clients, but you can't figure out how to really turn that into a six figure business unless you know what your true core message is. And I think a lot of clients, a lot of people don't know that. And so 17 years, that's what I was trying to figure out. I like doing health coaching, but that wasn't my message. And that wasn't what I was here to do. So I think that's really what people need to stop and figure out. So basically you're teaching your clients to stop being all over the place and eventually really just hone in and narrow down their message. That's right. And then monetize that message. You have to figure out a strategy from that and uh, and then implement. Can this message change over time? No, I don't think it, well, it can if you haven't had your 
big epiphany. Like we have a lot of different epiphanies over our lifetime. And so let's say if you're in your, in your twenties, right. And you come to this spot, your epiphany might be this, uh, whatever it is. But when you get into your forties, you might hone that in a little bit more because your big one hasn't come. I think that your real core message has always been at play. You just might not have discovered it yet. I think your whole life has been leading up to that thing. So what is your message to the world? Yeah, my message is your story matters and that what you and that your journey has the power to change people's life. That's my personal message. So what I'm doing is bringing that to everyone. Your journey, it does matter. What you went through, it matters. And it has the power to change people's life. And that's the reason why all I do is help them to figure out their message and then help them to monetize it. And so that's why I'm so passionate about working with entrepreneurs. I don't just help people write their memoir. It's not interesting to me. I could care less. Not that I could care less, but it's just not, you know, something I want to do. I really want to help people take it message and actually deliver it into someone else. So when you help your client hone in on their message, how can you help them use that message immediately to get new clients? Very good question. The most immediate thing that comes from a message is your copy. The most immediate thing that can come from a message is your ebook, your giveaways. The most immediate thing that can come from it is your strategy sessions and getting super clear on what you're actually doing. Immediately now you can put that out there as a video. Immediately you can put that on your Facebook, uh, create a group from that. Immediately you can do a podcast now because you're super clear on your message. Immediately. Like as soon as we get out of a call, you could go, oh, dang. (laughs) All your social media can now get super clear. That is beautiful. And what keeps you motivated? What's one quote that you live by to keep you motivated? Well, you know, there was a guy I met, you know, because I didn't even go to this into this part. But back in the day, I was a flight attendant while I was in college. And so uh, one time I ended up sitting next to this guy. It was kind of random. It was a very light flight. And I may not even been working that flight. I don't think I was. But I sat next to this older, older gentleman and it was an hour flight. We would just start talking. I never will forget this guy for some reason. It's probably been like 25, 30 years now. But he ended up saying to me, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours and it's what you do in your 24 hours that makes the difference. And for the longest, longest time, I just lived by it and used to, I used to work like a dog off of this uh, quote. Like, I got to do so much more. I got to do so much more. I got to do so much more. But now I look at it like, no, it's not like I'm doing so much. It's what impact am I making on someone's life, right? That's what I can do in my 24 hours. Everyone has the same 24 hours. What are you going to do with yours? Yes, absolutely. And you've traveled to 30 something countries. That's very interesting. And if you ever, you know, have one of those slow days now, what do you do to reset yourself? That's a good one because I have to intentionally put a slow day in now. If I don't intentionally do it, I can just keep on going and then crash and burn. <laughs> but recently, I will just literally do nothing, watch some Netflix or chill or I, every single day I incorporate walking and med- meditation. Whenever I can, we travel. Uh, we, we do our retreats because 
that's our way of, I mean, working, yes, but also traveling at the same time. We do the retreat for the week and then for the rest of the month that we're traveling around. So that's something that we incorporate. Uh, my company is called Deluxe Life because I'm, me and my husband are the deluxe and this is really our life. This is what we do. You know, and so my whole business is really situated around how can we have a whole life by design? How can I create my life the way I want it? And so whenever I need rest, I stop. Whenever I need sleep, I go to bed earlier. It's not around, it's not about killing myself like I used to think. Yes, you can sleep as much as you want and yeah. watch all the Netflix and That's movies right. you want and still build a successful business That's and right. have a successful life. That's right. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you at, Tam? So they can go to Tam R. Luck, that's T-A-M-R-L-U-C dot com. And my new website for our um, the book that's coming out is called Boss Up Bestseller. That's B-O-S-S-U-P bestseller dot com. And uh, so those are two of the main places you can find me or on social media, of course, uh, Women with Vision International, Tam R. Luck on uh, Instagram, as well as Facebook. Yay. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Lucy. To all the beautiful souls listening, Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 